Hello, and welcome to the Stuff Jesus Said podcast, a show where we talk about the things Jesus said. I'm Eric Payton. And I'm Corey Nickel. And we've got a special guest in studio here tonight. In the spare bedroom. The <laughs> uh, no, it's a real legit studio. You probably know by the title of this episode, but the famous Crosby. Crosby, how do you say your last name? I've asked you this before. Is it Heinz? It's Hins. Hins. I get Heinz. I get Hinsey. Heinz 57, mm-hmm. even. So now that you just listed all those, I'm not going to remember what the actual one is. <laughs> what is it? Hins. 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 Just the think of it. The opposite of Heinz. The opposite of Heinz. So whatever you're going to say, it's the opposite. I'm because gonna, I'm I know a, you're I'm just going to think Heinz. like it's spelled H-I-N-S. No, H-I-N-Z. No, no, no. That's how I, Facebook I know, in does my pronunciation. Think of it. In my mind, I'm going to think about it. No, 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 it but up. it's H-I-N-Z-E. <laughs> so you should think of it as H-I-N-Z. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. So, all right. You, you disrupted me. I was trying to uh, trying to think <laughs> right. of what. Okay. You, you're supposed to. You're, uh, we're supposed to say like, hey, uh, welcome to the show. Did I already say that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've you got the whole uh, intro. We've got it. We've got a email if you've got any questions or thoughts for topics or anything you want to say something about the episode shoot us an email at stuff jesus said podcast at gmail.com Corey is just over there i just laughing. can't give it together <laughs> i was so hey fixated. welcome to now we already did that. <laughs> <laughs> i'm so fixated on the hymns we got all the way down stuff. to the special guest there's part. so many good things that all right happened so before uh, this conversation that are not on this podcast and it's sad yeah Damn. yeah anyway um yeah you can hit us up by email or on Twitter and Instagram. My handle's epate88. Corey at Corey Nickel. Crosby, you want to sh- give a shout out of yours? What are your email? social details your, or your your social media? Yeah, your handles. My handles. I got all. No, I just kidding. <laughs> My Instagram a, and Twitter, Facebook handles is just Crosby Hins. I'll link it all in the bio. H i n z e. Yeah, you can hit us up and uh, let us know what you think. If you have any mm-hmm. thoughts, questions, comments, whatever. So Crosby, who the heck are you? Man, first off, I want to say thank you so much for both of you having me on the podcast. It's a it's an amazing studio for those of you who mm-hmm. haven't seen yet. Man, there's studio, not spare there's bedroom. Soundproof walls and everything around here. Uh, chandeliers are really nice, and mm-hmm. it's a really smell. It's a really smelly place. Uh, like right. I like I said I to someone the other like day, uh, getting in the podcast biz where mm-hmm. you have no advertisements, no yeah. sponsors, it really pays well, dude. It's so modern looking. Yeah, it's so modern looking. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, who am I? I am a number one child of God. Yes, right, let's go. Corey. This is a this is Use throwback to Corey's, Corey's sermon way back in the day. Um, so thank you for that plug, Corey. So I'm a I'm a child of God. I'm 23 years old. Uh, I was born in Seoul, South Korea, but I was adopted when I was like three months old. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, it's about awesome. as interesting as that gets. And where do you where do you work at though? I work at yes, so it's kind of complicated. I'm employed through Heartland AEA. It's like the age education agency. Yeah, yeah. dude, come work with yeah. me. Dude, come we on. We use Heartland me. all the time. Well, hire me then, bro. Well, tell me what you I never reached out. Okay, You're the well, principal. Okay. Can't so I'm the behavior. I, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the behavior interventionist at yes. So I'm employed through Heartland, but our location of our school is at yes. I so you. we handle. I handle. I mean, we're with all like the kids who are at risk, going through the foster system, detention centers, all that yeah. stuff who live mm-hmm. 
um, at the shelter and we provide them education. So, and you're also a, an intern at the church. I'm an intern at Lutheran church of hope for yes. the young adult ministry revive under the great Jamie Richards. And, uh, he's preaching next or t- tomorrow, tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow night, tomorrow. Tomorrow Thursday, night. Thursday, December 19th. And if you're listening to this episode the day of, because that's when it will release, it's today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just yeah. so you know. And, um, uh, so you should go to hope in West Des Moines, Tonight at seven, Thursday night at seven, and uh, hear Crosby speak. I He's feel preaching. like I feel like Crosby's our little revive baby that we've just <laughs> nurtured and grown. <laughs> He's a little butterfly. So well, little little, little and, uh, not and yet, now he's short. stepping onto the stage all by is this, himself. Is this your first sermon? Um, this is my first like sermon sermon. I've had the opportunity to share my testimony in the past at like my old church and Southeast Polk's FCA, but like yeah. nothing like an actual sermon because I think sharing your testimony and a sermon is two mm-hmm. completely different things. One is True. more mostly about yourself. The other is just a sermon. Yeah. So, so what are you speaking is, about? What am I thinking about? No, speaking. Oh, about. <laughs> I think about a lot of stuff. Yeah, we don't need to know those <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> No, so I'm speaking about hope because you know how we're going through the four weeks of Advent. Yeah. So we've gone through Jesus's life. He is. The I haven't caught up on this series with Revive. Hopefully, Jamie doesn't listen to this podcast. Jamie, I forgot. She listens it's, to Avery, it's life, something, and hope, and I'm doing hope. Yeah. Okay. So, mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Yeah, cool. You all ready? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone should have preparation seen his wise, face. yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. His his face said no. <laughs> All right, so we're taking Confident you away from wise, prep maybe time. Maybe not. <laughs> oh, you're gonna be awesome. That'll be great. So, um, yeah, it's been about a month since we last recorded. Last uh, Corey and I did we were we alone or did we have a guest last? Just time? you and me, bro. It was just you and me. Two times goes Richard, which if you haven't True. heard that. Gotta go hear Pastor Richard. He's coming back on the show. I've already talked to him about it. He's Jeez. coming on sometime. He will, he will be back. <laughs> he will be back. Welcome, he will just blow like, your mind. Invited or uninvited, <laughs> he, yeah, he will be here because he's amazing. And you you hang out with Pastor Richard quite a bit. And, like, oh, yeah. Pick he's his my, brain, he's don't my you? spiritual hope mentor. Yeah. We meet every Wednesdays. We were supposed to meet tonight, but he was like, go do your podcast thing. He's oh, like, no nice. way. We, t- we took you away you from took meeting with Richard? Me. You stole me. No hmm. way. But we traded for another day. So, like, you traded up, basically. So okay. he, so like you got that first round and he got like the first round for next year and then just another first round after that. That didn't make sense. <laughs> I, get, I get it. I think <laughs> I, I get it. I totally I get, get it. it. <laughs> we should have just had Richard come with you. Right. Oh, get yeah, another, man. I don't have four mics. Dynamic duo. We could share a mic. You ever I seen guess, that before? Yeah, I, could, I guess you could have shared a mic. Mm-hmm. Anyway. It's like Lady and the Tramp. We're, uh, we're six minutes into this and we have gotten... We've we've introduced Crosby, so <laughs> we've, we've gotten somewhere. Anyway, so I feel like since the last time we recorded, there's been a lot of like crazy Christian news stories oh, that we need to catch up on right now. All right, the first one: Who loves orange soda? No, come on, come on, <laughs> from Keenan and Kel. I know oh. it's, that's the storyline. Oh, so I thought good. you were asking Remember? who loves orange soda, so no, I raised my yeah. hand. <laughs> I was like, well, heck yeah, they, sun kiss, bro. They, no, it's they from can't, Keenan and Kel. They can't hear your raised hand, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> or Crosby. <laughs> yeah. um, no, from Keenan and Kel. Kel is a youth pastor? Did yeah. You know yeah, so Kel. What's his last Ke- name? Really? Keenan and Kel. I Keenan Thompson, you, but Kel Yeah, Keenan Thompson and then um, Kel something. I, I have to look it up really quick. Yeah, but that's a good question. He's yeah. a youth pastor now. That's yeah, kind of really? cool. And has, quite, has had quite a journey to get there, it sounds like. Who loves orange soda? Kale loves orange soda. <laughs> Kale loves orange soda. It never ends. Um, 
Kel Mitchell. Mitchell, Kel okay. Is his name. Yeah. Um, it sounds like he just had quite a journey. It's just, it's just neat to see kind of like those childhood, mm. for if you're a millennial, like a, a childhood TV star who you never would associated with that coming around to um, becoming a pastor and wanting to serve people that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's cool. So he's he's pretty committed. He's really excited, and he looks w- like way different than what he, he looks did. way different oh, really? than the Good Burger guy. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I'll have to Google him later. He does. Welcome to Good Burger, the home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? Can I take, take your, your order? order? There's another Good Burger in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh. so this the the that's that's kind of cool. The second story that we had thrown around was Netflix is making a movie. Bum bum so bum. Is and it a Netflix original Netflix specific? Movie. I think it's a Netflix movie. Yeah, it's like so it's, it's a foreign country. Oh, really? Well, anyway, it's it's they're making a movie about a gay Jesus, like if Jesus was gay, which <laughs> da, da, da. is uh is kind of interesting. Um, are you are you looking it up right now? I'm I'm reading up on it again because I'm trying. It's so it's f- it's based out of Brazil. Hmm. Oh yeah, and a petition for over. 1.4 million signatures has been given to recall it. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are pissed about it. Sure. Which what are your guys' take on it? So my take on it is like I don't think Jesus really worried that that worried about it. Yeah. Like I think totally. I think, you know, we get into the like black and whites of right and wrong and Jesus is like I'll be all right. Mhm. Yeah, my it's it's I I haven't seen the movie and I don't know if I'm I'm sure there's some kind of agenda, but I just think Jesus is like, I can, I I can, I can handle this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like it's, it's not, I I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it's worthy of as much like anger and uproar as people are making of it. You know, like we want to make things so black and white and so like Mm -hmm. absolutely right and wrong. And like, uh, I guess a lot of what Jesus did was like he broke down a ton of barriers and he and he opened things up so much that people were a little uncomfortable. Right? Yeah. And that's that's my thoughts on it. I don't think I don't think Jesus really that mm-hmm. worried about it. As much as people are. I think people are making it. I think people make it a bigger deal than it should be than it actually is. Um but then again it's like there's this part of me that's like, are they mocking this situation or is it actually something they they think like, oh, my God, like I think it's mocking. I think it's a comedy. You think it's okay. I think it's a comedy. I think it was. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a comedy. And the the interesting part to me is that it's it's this whole new storyline that's being introduced that has never existed before. So mm-hmm. they're they're picking the character of Jesus and putting him into a situation and a storyline that isn't true of him in order to mock, to make fun of, to mm-hmm. bring a, con- you know, a controversial subject for, for Christians into light and yeah. basically mock everyone mm-hmm. because of it. And I, there's, I don't know, there's some conservative side to me that like that, you know, when you, when you just, when you just view Jesus as a pivotal character in the, the, the narrative of the Bible, like this this storyline, I think, for people who, I don't know, like might see the story of Jesus for the first time, it could be mm-hmm. really confusing, you know, mm-hmm. and it could be really misleading. Um, 
and it's going to be angering for those who know the story and it's going to be confusing for those that don't and for those that do know the story but don't care or believe in Jesus then it's just more mockery to like add to their mm-hmm. yeah. their pile of mm-hmm. like Christians are dumb mm-hmm. yeah and I mean <coughs> I think uh, part of me thinks that we as Christians need to do a better job of like representing who Jesus is rather than getting angry about that sort of mm-hmm. stuff, you know? Because mm-hmm. um, I think that's what people want. Mm-hmm. They want yeah, to they see want us to push react. Your bit they w- yeah, bit. Yeah. they want to push our buttons exactly. to see how far we go. And then when we do, they're like, ha, I told you. I yeah. told you this is what you were like. I told you this is what religion he, and Christianity here's, is. Here's kind of a, a really uh, basic basic example that's really trivial but it was why is my hey siri turn on did i just turn on i didn't say anything um what are you laughing at crosby my, why is my siri on there <laughs> my you just you said it again and it turned on don't say siri because it oh. keeps turning on my hey oh. siri <laughs> sorry siri <laughs> don't do that um so okay so i tweeted something the other day i might i've got a golf twitter account yeah you had so many replies in so the absolute a couple of them were just like incredibly just angry and mean About and no it was just no nothing. it was nothing at all i just said like hey look down like the list of top golfers in the world uh-huh. and tell me who the top one is that you've never heard before so how far uh, can you get down the list i got to 22 really so i, I, I only made it 22 people before i was like i don't know who's that name what I, like that i've name never is. heard that's impressive before. though yeah isn't I, it no no there's oh. there's, there's <laughs> thousands. i probably would have gotten two there's thousands on that list oh. and, um so i got 46 which was a lot shorter than I, any anyway mm-hmm. i got a couple people who were just like you're such a dumb piece of just ring and i clicked on the profile and their first word was christian concert like their bio oh, is christian and whoa. i was just like that's tough i just felt like that was kind of a picture of like mm-hmm. a lot of times when when people and that's just on twitter that's not real world it it, sure. it, it just doesn't matter wait what but but when <laughs> yeah right. instagram Twitter's is the not real, the world. real world no no, no it's what? instagram now oh, yeah oh, yeah instagram and tiktok it, it <laughs> transferred over <laughs> oh my gosh my siri turned on how do i turn that off i've been whispering anyway, and so here's so here's the deal like people th- say Okay, they they know the three of us, and they know mm. our, you know, for lack of a better term, our Twitter bio that we follow, that we bring along everywhere in the world, mm. and that our first word is Christian. And, oh, well, he did that. He did that. He just did that awful thing. I mean, I was just telling you guys before I we got on here that I'm dealing with a, we just bought a car, mm-hmm. and dealing with an awful situation, how mad I am about the situation, and how I'm really struggling with being <laughs> being really angry and mean to this person because they they Mm -hmm. basically lied to us about this car that they sold and anyway and um but i need to it's almost like you got to remember that like your the first word of your life bio is christian and when people know that and then see your actions as this awful tweet for lack of a better word your actions or your response to things Mm -hmm. um then that reflects poorly on jesus more than I think a movie about a gay Jesus reflects poorly on Jesus. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah no, it's which that's a great point. Mm-hmm. That was a long way of putting it, but anyway. Which I think too. I think people. Well, obviously, people who are not believers are going to have a, 
higher standard than I think we have of ourselves when it comes to decisions and how we respond to yeah. different things. But I also think we have to give like ourselves some grace and like understand like we're humans and we're going to mess up. And our initial response, I feel like, is do you think our initial response to things is mostly negative? That's our default in a way. Defensive. Yeah. Prob- probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Re- like we assume maybe assume. Yeah. Yeah. Negative intent. And I think that's one thing. We mm-hmm. don't have to necessarily accept that because it can change. But at the same time, if that happens and it happens more often than not, then, I mean, <laughs> it, it's kind of just like lustful thinking in a way. It's like your first initial look or your first initial thought maybe is just like your natural being a guy, right? But then that second that you do it again, that's your sin. That's mm-hmm. the sin that you're living with. So it's like, the man, the first initial response that we have, yeah, maybe that's some part of our human humanism if that's even a word i don't even know humanity humanity yep humanity Humanis- humanism <laughs> humanism is a sounds word. cool <laughs> okay it the sounds principal says it's a word okay good <laughs> yeah teacher slash principal former english slash oh but yeah. yeah i mean i don't know I, I just think our initial response is in a pass but it's like a, okay so what do i do after that what do i yeah. do with that first response yeah so um we gotta get we we're seventeen minutes in and we haven't started our topic. <laughs> we, do we want to do the last last one real quick? The last yeah, last the last quick. thing. Th- this one was really interesting. There's a New Testament themed video game coming out. Yeah, yeah. For me again, another European. Is it European? <laughs> yep. Uh, Is it Euro- see who can memorize or say the New Testament? No, no like it's you're like Jesus. you're actually Jesus. You're Jesus. Yeah. You're a first person oh. so role player of I've Jesus. I got questions like: Is the goal to die? Like, is this the first, <laughs> the first video game wow, to that's die? That's true. And like, essentially, yeah, yeah. That it talked about that. One of the you do miracles. You basically go through the game and you're doing Jesus's miracles, mm-hmm. like walking on water. And then and I guess you get a raise from the five thousand. Once you die, and, yeah, and, yeah. That's yeah. They literally have you in the tomb and like the hands come out like this and they start glowing. <laughs> really? And your hands start glowing. Okay. So we <laughs> got a, Je- a gay Jesus movie and a new Testament themed video game. It feels like even the secular culture is like neat wanting something to do with. Thank you. Jesus Kanye guy. West. Yeah. Maybe Kanye oh, West. I don't know. I, I'm just saying, Kanye. I'm just saying, well, I mean like there's some, it's appears to be something in the like secular world mm-hmm. that wants to continue to, come back to jesus at some point you know what i mean like it's an interesting point anyway i don't know i don't know what that means but that's what we got okay i know what's happening we got to get into our topic guys (laughs) yeah man on when crosby comes when crosby comes (laughs) we're just gonna do two hour episodes probably y'all should have known this by now we (laughs) we might have started at like 5 p.m then man you still got an hour and a half was still working on his car half an hour to get home half an hour so you got an hour takes you a half hour to get home it's a long way. It took me seven minutes. That's Where do you live? Thing. Don't say that on, on Mill the podcast. Civic. No. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So our topic. To, wait, we didn't do drinks. What oh. do you? I'm drinking a pseudo uh, Sioux. Pseudo Sioux IPA from uh, Goliath. Top and Goliath. What do you guys got? Super good. I am just finishing already because it's we're <laughs> that far into the podcast. A chocolate shake. That's chocolate? from McCafe. Mm-hmm. McDonald's. That looks like a vanilla shake. Well, that's the whipped cream left. Oh, what do you, what okay. do you got, Crosby? Well, I have an assortment of stuff over here. <laughs> I have my icebreaker sour mints. I have my AirPod case, my phone, my Vaseline for my lips. Okay, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> my cup of water that's empty and a Michelob Ultra. I All also right, want to note for everyone that's listening that 
from the moment that I've met Crosby, he's never been without icebreakers. <laughs> really? Or my Vaseline. Or Actually, you probably you met guys, me before Vaseline. Yeah, I, I met him before Vaseline, but he doesn't just have like a little <laughs> tube or a little can like this thing. <laughs> this tub of Vaseline could cover his entire face twice. <laughs> Hey, and I bought this thing like three months ago, and I still haven't even used half of it. This is unreal. It hasn't even made it. I'm gonna dent. I'm gonna put a disclaimer at the beginning of this podcast. Like, if you actually want to like hear our content, go to Met Minute yep. Twenty One, <laughs> okay, and then start. Let's do it. But these no two, the Crosby and uh, Corey, played football together. At no, Central. no, at the same college. You didn't different play years. He's an ancient. Oh, I'm yeah, you're, so you're, old. You're, you're so like 30. Old. You're so much older. I'm 23. Gosh, yeah. hey, Siri, turn off. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> All right. I just Since we're this far in and we're, we're this far gone. We're 20 minutes. I, so yeah, let's start the topic. I, well, we'll start the topic after this. Okay. I do just want to, can I give a shout out? Yeah. I don't we have an avid podcast. listener. I'm just here. We have an avid, avid listener who I have conversations about the podcast all the time i just Who's that? i got her name steph Varing. oh yeah and Hi, she's, steph. she's delightful she go to hope? thanks for listening she does not go to hope but she is an avid listener she loves she the works podcast. at Christian. she maybe does that Sick. um maybe not and he can't say it oh. and so can't anyway just like shout out steph hey steph steph Thanks hey, remember listening. that last time we sh- we gave a shout out to Chad and he never told us anything about listening? Yeah, that oh, came back around. Chad. Chad, here's your second chance. Yeah, Chad, <laughs> Chad, <Connelly. Yeah>. Chad. <laughs> it's always the Chad. See bro. now, it's, it's always the Chad. But here's the I thing: swear. Steph will hear this and she'll let me know, and uh-huh. I'll be like, Steph, you're the best listener ever. Totally. Chad, not so much. Dude, something about Chad. Ask her. Man. Ask her if she listened to the first twenty minutes of these <laughs> episodes because I will. <laughs> I will. Gonna, I want to meet Steph. This is. This is tangents all right so um, here we go what's the time what's the time so we can mark it in the notes what time are we at Twenty-one fifty. okay remember that here Jeez. we go welcome to stuff jesus said podcast <laughs> no, no. <laughs> round four <laughs> yeah. sorry for wasting your first 21 uh, minutes and 50 seconds but here we go going. our verse tonight is matthew 5 verses 33 through 37 but the main one is verse 37 so here we go jesus said again You have heard that it was said to the people long ago, do not break your oath, but fulfill to the Lord the vows you have made. But I tell you, do not swear an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is God's throne, or by the earth, for it is is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head, for you cannot make even one hair white or black. Verse 37. All you need to say is simply yes or no. Hmm. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. See what I mean by his preacher voice when he mm. reads That was good. Like very powerful. Just, just very like motivational. Boom. It made me want to run through a brick wall. Yeah. See, that's that's never something I've wanted to do. That's something I wanted to <laughs> do. <laughs> I'm a golfer. And you guys are football players. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So this is, this is I, I thought this was kind of a, interesting coincidence that mm. today is the early signing period for Come recruits on. in yeah. college Go football. Big Red, yeah. baby. And you two played college football. We did. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the thing with like watching these recruits and stuff, like they commit and they did commit and they mm. commit and they did commit. Like we had, we had one. Um, so Crosby and I are Nebraska fans. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Corey is a Hawkeye fan. I am Woo! so sorry. And, uh, 
but the deal, like I, 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 like I follow this, and there are some some recruits who like commit and decommit like three or four times before they actually like sign their letter of intent, you know. And this just when I was, I was, we're not calling you out. No, I'm not. We're (laughs) calling out uh, that wide receiver anyway. (laughs) But as I was watching like the recruits today, like signing, I was like, ah, this has to do with. Sort of with our like, let your yes be yes, and you know, no, but more, yeah. no, not 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 like wavering back and forth, yeah. and not not it has a little bit to do with like commitment to 100%. what you, what you're gonna say, and you know, yeah, absolutely. Um, did you guys have like a signing ceremony when you both played at Central to to commit to Central? I didn't. Did you? I so back in my day, <laughs> you grew up in in Pella though. That was kind of I big did deal. grow up in Pella. Oh, okay. It was a big deal. It's, to the Pella community, I would I would mm-hmm. say, but it it like I, it was Division three football, right? So you yeah. don't get a scholarship for that, right? I, so at that point, but even the walk-ons at I mean at Division one have ceremonies mm-hmm. sometimes. So they, yeah, they anyway. will. But yeah, for for us, like you didn't sign because you weren't getting a scholarship. Like you signed you signed a your academic your scholarship <laughs> and you're low thirty thousand dollars in debt yeah. here you go yeah like but but it was soon it was like my senior year in college or just a year after guys are like requesting to sign a letter of intent to central college <laughs> to play yeah. football and i was like why <laughs> like what why do you need you know why do you need that whole ceremony mm-hmm. but it's a thing now it's a, it's a it huge is, yeah. thing for d3 through division one that people are going to sign that letter and do it in front of their friends and family and make that commitment. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's yeah. evolved. Yeah. And so. to me, cause I went to two different colleges. I went to Iowa Western community college, my freshman year, and then I transferred to central after that. So oh, okay. when it came to Iowa Western for me, we had this thing at South at my high school to where there's like a big signing day, right? Of all the athletes in my class, we were in the auditorium, all the tables set up, whatever. So they mm-hmm. asked us individually, Hey, do you want to be part of this event? If you're going to play somewhere, do a sport in college. And there were so many people said, yeah, some people said no. And like, I said, no, and this is like my insecurity before, but like th- I said, no, because I was a walk on at Iowa Western. Right. So if I didn't get a scholarship, I didn't want to be like out there. Right. Yeah. Because I thought walk-ons were just like super low, kind of like a participation trophy award winner. So like for me, it was more of just like a selfish thing of, yeah, I'm not getting a scholarship. I'm just a walk-on. So I'm just going to keep it very, very low key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's fair. Anyway. It was I just, stupid. I just, but <laughs> that, that was kind of the, the relevant the connection. S- yeah. I the, seg- of, the segue into yeah. that. So, so what are, what are your, both your initial reactions after reading that passage kind of to kind of go back to the actual text? Yeah. That's a great question. I, I always look at context first for me and my initial reaction around it is so the language that Jesus is using here is the all, all around this with all the there's there's more than just promises and oaths that he's speaking to here. There's murder around it. There's mm-hmm. um, I think taxation, adultery, and ta- divorce. Yeah, adultery, divorce, taxation yeah. was in there. Like essentially um, he's using this language. You have heard that it was said, mm. and this is a monumental moment for Jesus, and it's actually where he really starts making the Pharisees really upset, right? Mm-hmm. Because he's redefining the Mosaic law, and essentially this is where Jesus is becoming the new Moses. If you've heard that language before in in, in, in his story is 
the law that all Jews and Israelites and Pharisees had been living by is the law of Moses. It was the Torah. It was the the Ten Commandments and more, right? Like mm-hmm. you go back through Numbers and Deuteronomy and that's like that's their stuff mm-hmm. that they had memorized and they were living out. But then here comes this Jew who's 30 years old, right? Who has no status. Your age. My age. Amazing. Yeah, who ha- thank you. Uh, who has Imagine no- being that wise. Oh. If only, if only. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I I'm older feel than that I'm that old. Um, but yeah, just like, just imagine this guy kind of coming out of nowhere and then basically claiming like, you know, you're all doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. You've heard that it was said this way, but it's actually supposed to be like this. And for a lot of those Pharisees, their, their initial reaction to that is like blasphemy. Like, how dare you try and change this? But the people's reaction is different because they've been almost oppressed. Mm by the way that the Pharisees have manipulated the laws to capitalize them, make them more powerful, and make the people really supplicate to them and everything that's going on. Um, So that's kind of my initial reaction, right? It's this bold moment for Jesus to come in and say, Mm. here is what I'm here for, and it's change, Mm. because there's a new way coming. Yeah, so there's one of the the cross-references is from Numbers, which which is basically the— Good stuff, bro. What did did you say? Numbers? Yeah. Okay. It's such a Leviticus. It goes all over the place. But um, when a man makes a a vow, he's Mm -hmm. obligated uh, to not break his word, Mm -hmm. which uh, to me has some context of like or some meaning of like when we say today like, oh no, what I swear, I swear, yeah, I I swear this is true. Mm -hmm. Well, you're 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 just hey, this is true should carry just as much weight as, hey, mm-hmm. I, I swear, I swear, I swear. Because the last time I said this was true, that wasn't, I was just p- kind of playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yep. but let's let's pick at that a little bit too, because isn't it, isn't it one another's reactions to each other that, m- that we almost require other people to prove it beyond just their yes? Like mm-hmm. when someone says, hey, I'm going to be there for you, Mm-hmm. I don't know what what in the world could it be like. I'm gonna be there to play slow pitch softball, right? To help your team out on Monday, mm-hmm. like that's a, that's a yes, yes, I'll be there. But then yeah. the other person be like, okay, okay, but like promise me, promise yeah. me you'll be there. Yeah, okay, like I'll promise. I'm gonna I'll be there. No, like give me <laughs> give me something like your like your car keys. I don't know that would work because they gotta get there. <laughs> but like like give me give something me so bike. I know you're gonna, gonna be get right. There. <laughs> like so beyond beyond the slow pitch softball mm-hmm. imagery here or whatever I'm doing. But like isn't that what we do to each other? Is like lateral. Yeah, I, I think we, so. We start move like and especially I would say with with minuscule things, it's very relational things where mm-hmm. where it happens. We're like, no, I I need more from you I because I think we've been hurt so many times before. Yeah. To where if you've been hurt so many times, you're going to have that doubt. It's like when people are like, you know what? I've been hurt three times in a relationship before. I'm done with boyfriends. I'm done mm-hmm. with girlfriends for the rest of my life. Yeah. That's awful. I think that's really stupid. Yeah. I think that's uncalled for because number one, I mean, not every, I mean, we've heard this before. Not every guy is like the next, right? Yeah. And not re- every relationship will be like your last. And we can't base our our past relationship on our future goals that God has for us. And I think that's one thing that we have to understand as not even just Christians, but human beings as well, is when we make a promise or when we say yes or we say no, that's that's a commitment to this person. 
So if we're being real, if we're being authentic, then that's going to follow through. Yeah. But if we're not and it'll come to pass, it'll show. Right. I mean, there's been plenty of times where I've said I do something and then completely bailed. Yeah. Like the day of the day before. Can can I pick on that a little bit more in our culture today even? Mm -hmm. Uh, So working in an education setting and maybe, you know, this too, Crosby. I don't remember the age of the kids that you're with mostly, uh, but middle school, high school. Yeah. So you yeah. would, you would see this, hear this then like a lot of these kids have jobs that they commit to be there and they have a job schedule that they commit to showing up. Mm-hmm. And I hear so many stories of kids who just don't go mm-hmm. like, they'll be like, eh, I haven't gone back to work for two weeks. And so I just kind of assumed mm-hmm. that I quit. Like, yeah. what I that's think not a yes or a no that's <laughs> like what are you doing like that doesn't make any rational sense but you said you would be there mm-hmm. you never showed up and now you don't want to live out the consequence of it i think so it comes with discipline though don't you think yeah yeah discipline it do- it from does. parents and you know how how were you raised as a child were your parents one who were very strict maybe not even very strict but just told you what common courtesy what manners what me what it means to commit what is it what like what does that look like or was your parent did you not have any parents did your parents were they more relaxed laid back in a way where you could do whatever you want and that comes to show as we see in the middle school high school age of like that yeah, situation it's bad so i just pulled this up on on google this uh research study from university of massachusetts that said in <coughs> in a 10 minute conversation the average person mm. tells two to three lies yes wow we are I've probably gonna That's have amazing we're probably gonna have a 60 minute uh, 60 to 7 minute conversation here mm-hmm. each one of us is telling 14 to 15 I lies. lied about the suntan stuff so yeah, <laughs> that's my yeah. first that was, one that was, that was <laughs> off recording one. though no one knows but now they know that your <laughs> tan is that fake that I fake tan yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I, so there's actually a I, and I, I wish I, I wish I would know the book title but there's a book out there on these white lies and why we do them mm-hmm. um, there's a movie I was just I was just gonna ask, what is it I think it's just called the simple lie or something like that. There might be. Yeah. So, um, the good lie, the good lie. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but what is, why? So you let me ask this question. Why do you think we lie? I I mean, there's endless reasons, Mm -hmm. but like, I, I, can you, can you boil it down to like all lies? Like, why are they, why do they happen? Yeah. I deal with lies every day. You probably do too. Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> no, I think about it. One like behavioral like two, things. Well, there's, yeah, yeah, like you said, there's many yeah. different reason, reasons. I think the top two, number one is, and it's two completely different sides. Number one is insecurity, right? So like you lie about something, whatever that may be about yourself and about other people. I mean, that's your insecurity, right? And I think the other side of that is kind of like the behavior side of what kind of we deal with when it comes to middle school, high school. It's just defiance, mm-hmm. you know, I, and I think there's no really deeper way to put that than just defiance. I mean, they've done this all their life and they love doing it. So, but why those things? You know, so like here, before you, but here's, here's I've mine. I've got an idea. Yeah, here's, here's mine. Mine is, it is we, like we lie because we're trying to, to meet the expectations of others. Mm-hmm. And we we are assuming that that person wants something from us and we're trying to meet that expectation before it's ever truly stated. And that's why we'll white lie about how many birdies I actually made mm-hmm. in a round or that's a golf reference or <laughs> how like like how much I make in a year monetarily or mm-hmm. 
um, you know, how many good friends I have or, you know, how many this, that, because we're trying to, to meet the mold that someone else believes of us so that we, we fit into mm-hmm. what we think they want from us. So I think it, all of that kind of comes down to one word and it's fear. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. It's, yeah. it's the fear of not being accepted. It's the fear of not succeeding. It's the fear of like, like mm-hmm. when we're afraid of something not happening, like we think we have to manipulate something yeah. in order to get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we lie, which is the manipulation of that thing so that we, c- so that mm-hmm. we avoid the fearful thing and get what we want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even the little things, I think that there's, there's just a, like a, a little sliver of like, Oh, I don't know if this is, I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know if this is going to happen. I don't yeah. know if this is, yep. so I'm, I'm afraid, which goes back to the Ryan Hervey episode when we had Ryan on, which he's episode another guy we're going to have on. Three, four. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but on top of that too, like I think that feeds right into these kids who just bail on their jobs, right? Like mm-hmm. they fear the conflict or even the, the conversation that they have, have to have with someone that like they actually did it wrong like they they want it's all avoidance right fear is of avoidance of something that we just don't want to take the time to deal with Mm -hmm. and um going back to this initial let your yes be yes and your no be no like that's the world of the pharisees here Mm -hmm. they are avoiding the reality of so many things Mm -hmm. and that feeds into how the people then follow in the footsteps of of the the uh, it'd be the torah at this time but like um they are all avoiding the reality that like they just they need to man up woman up and be mm-hmm. like my yes is yes and my no is no mm-hmm. yeah. and i think some of it has to do with confidence too because you, you remember eric when i when you kind of brought me into this podcast and you're like hey this is going to be the topic let your yes say yes your nose be no and i was like oh bro that's so perfect because that's something that i've been working on the past like few months okay because for me i don't don't know if you guys know this but i've i've definitely had an issue with over scheduling sometimes not following through with different things i would follow through so it was a really really big gut check when i got called out by a couple of my friends like hey we noticed this in you. This is something that you need to fix right now. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God. Like, it took me a little bit because I think my, I think my ego was just like, nah, honestly, it's not a big deal. And like, I don't know what you guys don't know me. You don't know what I'm talking, what you're talking yeah. about, all this, this and that. And it took me a while to realize, like, dang, they are 100% right. I overschedule. I don't follow through on mo- a lot of stuff that I say I will. Hmm. So when, when, it, when I'm reading this passage, and it says, it literally every paragraph, every section, it says, you have heard, you have heard, you mm-hmm. have heard. It's like, this is stuff that I've heard since I was little, since like Bible school times, right? But it's like my insecurity, my fear, and my confidence level in myself wasn't that great. So what I've done recently is to try and be more confident in myself and who God has created me to be so that I can let my yeses be yes and noes be noes. Yeah. Because then I'm like, man, I'm confident that I can schedule my days to where I'm not overbooking myself or I'm confident in myself that I can make a decision, a grown up decision and say yes to going, going out with friends one night instead of bailing last minute because I feel tired or I'm lazy. Hmm. Right. So, so why do you think some you like, you, uh, Oh, I think a lot of people do this, but mm-hmm. you just gave the example of like, why do you think you overschedule things? Why do you think you say yes to a lot of things 
that that you should like say yes and no to some you know what i mean yeah i'm gonna bring this back to the enneagram so mm-hmm. personality types hey right? and shout out jamie richards for introducing me to the she's getting a lot of shout outs dude we, she we, is i, I gotta i'll she text might her as right well now just while, be on the podcast while, while you text while you talk i'm gonna text okay her say, Te- don't hey, text and talk though um I so i <laughs> so i would say it, it goes down to personality types. And my personality type is a two-wing three, which a two. What? Yeah, I know. Me Come too. on. That's why we're Let's sitting next go, to each other. Let's go, Crosby. Every, every hour, I like scoot closer to you. Yeah. Wish we're only here for an hour or so. <laughs> it's only one scoot. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so my personality type is a two-wing three. And this is a lot about relationships and being authentic and people-pleasing in a way. So the reason why I feel like I overschedule is because I'm a big people-pleaser. And if and if people are reaching out to me saying, "Hey, let's get coffee. Let's go out this day. Let's go out that that day," I'm like all for it. I'm like, "Hell yeah, dude! Let's go on Monday." And then the next person's like, "Yeah, you want to hang out?" I'm like, "Yes, let's go on Monday." And then four or five Monday meetings at the exact same time will be scheduled. Are you afraid of disappointing one of them? Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. So Crosby, I'm also a two wing three. Mm-hmm. We just, we just I just don't have that. that issue. I'm also <laughs> no no no. I'm I'm about to give you a prophetic word here. Come on. I'm also 30 years old. Yeah. And you're 23. Very true. And when I was 23, 23 years old, and I was a two wing three, which I too in my life is, my my system is all about serving people mm-hmm. and serving people and connecting with people. And when I was 23 years old and I was single and I was I was I was literally doing so many things at the same time and i was that person who just i like i didn't have the word no and everything Mm -hmm. was yes 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 i said yes so much that i like literally ran myself into depression Mm -hmm. at age 25 and like i wouldn't i wouldn't ever admit it to myself that i was empty my tank was like broken my Mm -hmm. my emotions were broken my life because all I did was give, 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 but never, you never received, never received mm-hmm. like the fulfillment of the spirit and, and ran myself into that. And I, it's so sweet to hear you say at 23, like you're getting it because it took me even longer mm-hmm. and it takes a lot of people. And I think that goes back to this, this cultural piece where we're at now with the, the kids that are in school and we are with millennials yeah. is that culture is, pure busyness and mm-hmm. busyness it's is all about the hustle it, i think it, it really is. is so there's yeah. and there's been two books that came out recently one from jefferson bethke mm. who i really respect and yeah. his his book is to hell with the hustle wow. and he literally talks about how the hustle and the grind of our world today needs to go to hell mm. because it's ruining relationships it's ruining identity it's ruining being a christ follower it's ruining being a husband and a father and mothers too like it just he's like the hustle is killing us and then there's a whole nother book that one of his his buddies has written to i cannot remember the title of that one but that that yes mentality has always kind of equaled success right like the more i say yes the more that i do the more grind that i'm on i'm gonna all my yeses are gonna pay off one day um and and without saying no we're gonna burn ourselves out and that's one thing that one of my besides Rip Pastor Richard, I have another spiritual mentor that I that I see meet with, you know, f- quite frequently. We haven't recently, but he would also tell me that 
the moment that we continue to live life in a balance, that's the mo- that's the moment in our life where our life starts to drain us. Yeah. And that's when we go in a deep state of depression and anxiety. Because when you think about balance, we're, we're saying yes to everything because we're trying to spend time with family, spend time with work, and then a part-time job, and then another part-time job, and then all these different activities that come with it, right? So he says, instead of living life in a balance, live life in a rhythm. So when you live life in a rhythm, you're going just with the flow that God is putting things in your life, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know how the saying is, not every door is from, not every open door is from God, but not every closed door is from the enemy. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like the same way. So it's like, you know, there could be an opportunity right in front of your eyes that sounds sexy, so good, right? But at the same time, that's not what God's calling you at the moment. So it could be a great opportunity for you later on, but it's not right now because your plate is full and your tank is full and you need time in your life to get filled up, to mm-hmm. get fulfilled. Because how can you pour out when you're not filled yourself? Yeah. So when he told that to me, that's kind of what helped me realize like, hey, I need to say no more and I need to be authentic with my yeses. And I'm like, dang. So ever since then, I mean, it hasn't been sunshine and rainbows, but definitely, you know, when you slow life down and just live in that rhythm, it just makes making decisions and following through that much better and yeah. easier. Yeah, because you have an intentional yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when you say no, you can live with it, right? Like, yeah. you're like, nope, that was that is the right no. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. And and if I, so if we go back to that context with Jesus um, saying this, so, so we kind of went down the realm of, of saying a bunch of yeses, like the culture mm-hmm. that we're in, the busyness, the the lies that go with that in our culture today. What what other ways do we see this playing out, right? So what it, what does it really mean? Let your yes be yes and your no be no. You could say in marriages. You could say in, mm. um, I mean, college. We said, <laughs> we said the college recruitment. We mm-hmm. could say in, in jobs. I mean, I've heard that our generation is like flaking out on jobs more yeah than i mean you see you see young adults go through six jobs an entire year mm-hmm. because which is, there's which i think th- that that there's a lot of jobs isn't really the bad thing it's like sure what are you i think it's their commitment what i think it's their to? commitment because they want that they want that initial satisfaction that satisfaction right and, away and also it kind of comes to like expectations i had a, i had a conversation today with a, a leader i most leaders that i talked to have like mm-hmm. expectations conversation right like this is what it means to be in this role or whatever it is, right? Or here's how you help your group. I'm a small groups coordinator, so this is how you help your group be successful. It's like having establishing expectations so that everyone's on the boat and rowing in the right direction, in the same direction, not the right. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. And um, when expectations aren't met, when expectations are assumed and are different Mm -hmm. then that's when like there's there's issues right yeah and i don't know if we do we just we just think like our word like hey i'll be there you know you like if i say Corey, Corey, you're you're throwing a party and i'm like hey i'll yeah i'll be there your expectation is that i'll be there whereas Mm -hmm. i'm like oh no my expectation when i said that i just meant that i'll try to be there right Mm -hmm. you know like yeah and so I think that's kind of like the manipulation thing that we see in, in yeah. the scripture here is like, you know, initially we're like, yeah, we're going to be there. 
right? Or like they're like, yeah, we have all these different things. Yeah. But then like the closer it comes to like the party or whatever that you're going to, it's like, okay, now I'm going to manipulate my way out of this. I'm still, I still said yes. So there's still a possibility and a chance that I can yeah. do this and that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't happen, don't be upset because then I, then this happened. You and know what I mean? Yeah. And, and Jesus is a unifier, you know, like in his prayer to the father is like, Hey, I pray that they all may be one just as we are mm-hmm. one. Right. And when, when, my expectations are different or we, we say like when, when we, we agree to something and we have different expectations, there's like a division between us, right? There's mm-hmm. like you're it for a trivial example of the party, right? You, you're throwing, you, Crosby, you're throwing a party and I'm like, yeah, I'll be there, whatever. You're like, why wasn't Eric there? And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize I committed or I, I committed to that but i was like i don't think i really wanted to do that then there's yeah there's there's tension in that relationship and that's division mm-hmm. and jesus i think is a is a unifier in this and he's saying like let's all just unite in the honesty of what of who you are mm-hmm. and not who you you want to elevate yourself or divide others from you you know what i mean yeah and, and to take another page out of uh our our girl Jamie's book, right? Mm, so, right. she she's Jamie's getting a lot of shout outs. Yeah. She's getting a lot. <laughs> she, I but just texted her and said, <laughs> "You want to be on the podcast?" <laughs> she uh, but she spoke at, at Revive again. Revive for uh, for us all is, is a really close context because we we well starting tomorrow all have spoken there. Um and oh, snap snap. Um, but anyway, like Jamie talked about being flaky at yeah. one of her messages and what. Mm-hmm what a flaky friend is like. And I feel like that's what we're explaining here is this flakiness yeah. of my yes really was never a commitment to you. It just was a, I said it to be nice because I think that's what you wanted to hear. And I never had any intention of actually going or doing that for you because I have no allegiance to you. And so thus it's your fault, not mine. And it's this flakiness that goes with it. And that has become a, a lot of our culture today is this flaky, uh, my yes doesn't really mean anything. And I, mm-hmm. I think that's the hardest part of this today is that kind of like we started in this convo, like, are you, like yeses don't mean very much right. anymore. Mm-hmm. You two keep talking. I got to go pee. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I, like I, I, I'm scared for the future Crosby mm-hmm. of just yeah. how, like, how can we, live within a world where we can trust the person that we're we're dealing with whether it's buying a car or a house or um something at at a grocery store or a quality product even even a business deal or or that it's just like i think we're at the point where everyone's just always a little bit skeptical that it's gonna not be exactly what it seems they're skeptical yet they all want one thing and that's relationships in a community right but that's one question we have to ask ourselves is we want these different things we want a community of people we want to come together as one but what's the next step right and the next step of that is to be authentic in your relationships and you know how like a lot of people the saying is i'm gonna trust you until you prove me not that i shouldn't yes and I get that. I totally get that. But for me, I think I just have this this massive amount of grace towards people mm. to where I will trust you even if you 
give me a reason not to trust you. Yeah. And I'm going to keep pushing and pushing to make sure this is right. So I don't know if we need more people with that mindset or more people who will just be real and commit yeah. and understand that words are everything. Words mean so much to people. M- words can make or break a person um, just because I think of how emotional our generation yeah, is. Yeah, I was just thinking yeah, that, right? crazy. And I was also thinking mm-hmm. of how Jesus' Jesus's statement in saying this almost takes, it, it reminds us to take the emotions out of it. Yeah. He, he knows that right. we're human and how mm-hmm. much emotions dictate how wow. we work in situations, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's almost reminding us, get this isn't about emotions. It's not uh-huh. about f- fulfilling an expectation of, of trying to make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. It's not about trying to look the best, be the best. It's just take the emotional game out of it and just... Let your yes be yes and your yep. no be no. And that's one thing, too. We're, I'm not going to get super deep into this just because that we're having a really fun time joking around and stuff. But, um, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> but uh, three years ago was a really dark state of my life, right? So I went through two years of chronic depression. Um, I strongly believe it was from concussions in football and many other things like alcohol, a high school breakup, and all this other stuff that was really just building on to multiple concussions right and this ended up leading one day to make a long story really short is i woke up one day saying all right god i'm so mad at you i'm done excuse me with (laughs) with everything um in life because i don't see my life getting any better Mm -hmm. so i woke up one day and i had the mindset of all right my life is over i'm gonna end it so i tried to end it why because my emotions were telling me and the enemy was saying, hey, your life isn't good enough. All these decisions you're making, you don't want to deal with them any longer. So just end it right now and you'll be set free in a bad way. Right. Mm-hmm. So after that moment, I realized that us as human beings, not even just Christians, but human beings in general, we need to let our emotions subside and then decide, make a decision, right? Yeah, that's great. Because like you said, if we make a decision based on our emotions, nine times out of 10, it's going to be a bad, bad decision. Absolutely. And that's, that's what, like, man, the world that I live in, that's the biggest truth. Like parents and kids and teachers and people that work in every other job that I come in contact with, like when you're emotional, that's when bad things happen. Mm-hmm. Why are you pointing um, at me? Am I emotional? You, you, yeah. You're <laughs> oh, emotional about your car. Area. I'm really. emotional about my car right now. Yeah. You are. Yeah. Man. But uh, to go back and reset, Crosby, just thank you for for sharing that with us. Like yeah, that's powerful and that's deep. And uh, like I have the, I have a story that's very similar mm-hmm. to to that in, in components, but uh, you know never felt what you felt. But I I I definitely let my emotions tell me things that weren't true. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think we all do that daily, yep, really. Right? Yep. That's that's what we keep coming back you to. Know, so I, I just read some stat that there's it's like one in three men in in uh, millennial age men in the United States deal with like severe uh, levels of that mm-hmm. of anxiety and depression. And um, here's a statistic. You ready for this one? Hmm. But there's three people in this room, and and you just said you did. You just said you did, and I have as well. So. We're three for three in this room, so, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a statistic out there. Um, can I give you the source? I can find it if you want me to later. Just email me, tweet me, whatever. Um, 
Corey Nickel 22 <laughs> at gmail.com. Got gmail.com. it. Oh, I was doing your handle. Anyway. Oh, ooh. Then it was just at Corey Nickel. But anyway, um, so the w- looking at the, the anxiety level today, mm-hmm. the anxiety level today, if you went back to the 1960s, mm-hmm. would put you in a psychiatric ward. Wow. No way. Yes. Really? I, yes. Well, I guess you can believe that. So the, the level of anxiety that we're experiencing today and, and that counselors mm-hmm. are seeing, if that would have been happening in the 1960s, you would have been put in a psychiatric ward. Mm. But th- just in a 50, almost 60 year mm-hmm. push now, mm-hmm. go back to all these things that we've said, so the, p- the pace of life, the, the yes mentality, mm-hmm. the pursuit of the American dream, the, the inability to, to process and, and really take time for emotions that press us to the place where we are just extremely anxious about every single thing around us, no matter what it is. And we can't say yes mm-hmm. without true clarity and we can't say no so if i'm if i'm hearing this right uh we're saying so jesus may have said these things for kind of two reasons for yourself Mm -hmm. for your own personal health but also for relational health with others yeah like Mm -hmm. you can can kind of boil it down with others because we're saying like the saying yes to everything or you know and the anxiety and the pressure it puts on yourself, but also the other side of it saying uh, the lying and the manipulating uh, a certain relationship in order to get ahead that, that fractures that relationship. So, hey, Siri, can you please turn off? Why <laughs> is this on? Like, it does both my computer and my phone like simultaneously. Anyway. I hear um, the text messages you're getting too. It's Jamie. She, Jamie uh, just Jerry, Jamie. Jamie's in too? for next month. No, I didn't hear. Oh, that. you didn't hear it. Maybe, maybe you're, you can hear. It I hear it ding- oh, Your say, AirPods are connected ding- to my computer. <laughs> like anyway, <laughs> though. Anyway, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, because Jamie's saying yes for next mm-hmm. month. Um, I, but it's it's both a person. It's Jesus is wor- worried about you personally, and Jesus is worried about you, uh, you relationally. Mm-hmm. Is, I, is yeah. If you're boiling it down, because we're. We are almost an hour and in, and we're in just our yeah first question <laughs> interior in, in right. Yeah, in so we'll probably have to start wrapping it up here, but <laughs> uh, we'll just pick up the pace. We'll have a little longer. Yeah, I uh, I go back to the days too, just for I don't even know if, if I really existed during these days, but the like the simple handshake, the handshake deal. Yeah, I'm gonna shake your hand, and we're both gonna honor that. Mm-hmm. You know, like we've lost that. Absolutely. Now it's it's thousands of pages that you have to sign for anything, mm-hmm. and the clauses and the, and the the contract is so lengthy because everyone's trying to cover their buck because e- literally even though they're get, even they're though they might get sued yes yeah. right even though right. Verizon Wireless is saying yes we want you to use our service and have this phone and I'm saying yes I want to buy this phone there is a hundred pages of contract mm-hmm. that l- allows them to say no yeah. at some point. Mm-hmm. If they want to, yeah. not me, I have no power, right? But them, they can say no, and mm-hmm. it's like, isn't that wild to it think? It's crazy. It's not a handshake deal anymore. It's not just like, okay, trust it. We'll we'll honor it. It's it's mm-hmm. very very rare. Do you think humans ruin that? Do you think us, as individuals, society has ruined that? Like, do you think that's the reason why there's hundreds, thousands, pages yeah. of contracts? It's the emotional us, yeah. right? It's it's the manipulative us. Mm-hmm. It's people who have looked at the system long enough and gone like, I can, I can take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. And because one person did it, 
no, everyone pays the consequence. And because we're most companies now, they deal with billions of users, Mm -hmm. right? Right. Or millions of users, either or. And that changes the game. Mm -hmm. It's no longer the car dealership that's just for the town Mm -hmm. and it's just the locals that they can always service. It's a, oh, Eric just tried to buy a car from Chicago from someone he's, you know, and like not never worked with well. before. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we don't never again. But that's that's the reality the of it, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a you have a I've, contract. I have this long contract, and I can return it because right. they didn't. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you, you're. I think you're right. But so okay, to kind of put a bow on all this, what should what do we do with this? Like, what do we tangibly mm. do with what Jesus is saying now? And then the next question after that will be. How would you translate it in today's words? I think what we do now is that was that the question well, I was. Totally what, what, so what do we do with this now? What do we do that, with this? That this is what Jesus said. Mm-hmm. I think we take we we take a look at this and we have to understand the realness and the truth behind this. I mean, everything that Jesus said is truth and it's real and we should apply it. But this right here, just like you said, he said this to help ourselves. But he also said this to help our relationships. And going back to what we were talking about, Corey, is everyone wants community. Yeah. Everyone everyone wants to feel loved in some type of way. There is a stat. There's this there's this website called Barna.com. Yes. Yep. Love so Barna.com Barna. is just a group of individuals, spiritual influencers, really, uh, who do and a ton Steve of Steve Kinnaman. Yeah, yeah. Who do a ton Wait, of it's not Steve, it's David, guys. I that don't know who that you is. didn't even know. No, I, I just said, yeah, dang, I, I have no idea. SBS David. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Okay, all right, my bad. David Johnson, bro. No, I don't know. Um. Anyways, Corey, what was I saying? Barna Group. Barna Group. Yeah. <laughs> Barna Group. I'm sorry. So, anyways, they're just a big group of individuals who do a lot of research on young adults and culture nowadays and in their spiritual life. So, what I was reading one day was one in three. I don't know what it is about one in three, but one in three to one in four people took this poll and took this did this research and it said that one out of every three person actually feels loved occasionally whether that's on a daily basis or just once every once in a while they actually feel loved and i'm like oh my god like that's That's insane that's crazy and sometimes like i feel like i don't feel like that maybe just because i need so much confirmation so i might be part of this i don't know Mm. but I think we take we have to take a look at this context and a look at the text in Matthew 5 and understand this is what helps build a community. If we actually yeah, follow through good. on our yeses and if we yeah. follow through on our noes, people trust us, right? So when people trust us, that's when those relationships are built. And mm-hmm. obviously it's easier said than done. Anyone can just go be like, yeah, I, I want to have an authentic relationship with you, Eric. But then again, I'm just going to talk to you one every once every year. And yeah. then that once a year will be so authentic, but I'm not going to reach out to you after that. Yeah. I feel like there has to be some sort of um, consistency so, maybe within that. Yeah. So I guess the, the like the devil's advocate would say like, mm-hmm. okay, so how do you deal with these people who maybe you don't know? Because we all interact with people we don't know on a daily basis. And we can be honest with them, but know that the the world is not a perfect place and we're going to be lied to and mm-hmm. we're going to it doesn't i don't think it means that we ought to be a like a floor mat to people and just be mm. walked all over right 
because we're Christians and we trust other people just like at the drop of a hat, I think it still means like, I don't want to say like be fearfully cautious of people. It's it's like the card purchase that I just had. (laughs) I didn't know the people, but I still made sure that I had the 30 day warranty that I could return it. Right. If they lied to me, which I think you got to be smart about it. It appears. Yeah. Are you catching shade from Eric? And every (laughs) time we talk about the car, you're like, he's like, I'm fine. I can talk about it. Yeah. I'm like, Uh, I'm not mad at all, but it's okay. Fine. (laughs) Well, you see his fist clinch a little bit. Like, whoa, bro. (laughs) Chill. You know know what I mean? though. Like it, I'm, I'm not, it's not saying like, this is a this is a perfect world, and we're just gonna like yeah. just trust everyone. Just trust everyone. Mm-hmm. It means you can worry about your you can you can be as genuine and honest and trustworthy yourself, and we can hope that other people are. Yeah, and we can build that trust and that uh, th- faith in other people mm-hmm. um, over time. But it doesn't mean you can't like protect yourself and not oh not yeah, be 100%. a format to other people. Anyway, yeah, totally. So so which. Yeah, here's here's my just quick quick thought here. I truly am reminded from this as as every time that I come back coming back to it, it's I feel it as a true applicable call out for everybody mm-hmm. to to like catch yourself. Yeah. And to catch yourself in what you're doing as a human that isn't Christ centered. Mm-hmm. And that gray area there for us is for us to everything that we've just talked about it talked about like that's what it is the the white lies the flakiness the overcommitted the the busyness the every reason that we want to say a yes or a no that we just put behind a facade and we tie it in a nice bow to make it look fancy so that we can say it in a way that can get us out of it or whatever this is a calling out from christ saying like just stop take a moment think about if you really want to say yes or you really want to say no mm-hmm. and and even before that verse 37 you know he's like don't swear on heaven don't swear on your own head don't put any other authority behind your word that's going to make it sound like it's better than it is mm-hmm. just cut the crap stop think about it and commit as you should mm-hmm. it reminds me a lot of you know, obviously we played football and you're a golfer too and you're a teacher. So which you is know like this. football. Which is exactly. You hit a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta be you a do hit a lot. Guy. You drive something. <laughs> you know, we drive our feet. You drive the ball. It's yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. But, was uh, good. Um, you know, you talk about that and, and you're, the tone that you had when you said that was like a last resort. Like I've told you this a million times. Yeah. Now you just have to get it. It's just like when you're being taught from a teacher or when you're being coached from a coach, they can give you all this knowledge. They can give you all this wisdom of everything that they've learned from schooling to experience. But if we don't get that ourselves and we don't apply that to the game, we don't apply that to our test, we don't apply that to life, then their teaching and their coaching isn't going to matter. It's not on them. It's on us. So I I picture that as God as the coach or him as the teacher or coach, whatever. We're the student. We're the player. And, you know, we're given all this knowledge and wisdom but it's like, okay, we've been taught this before. This is after 30 down and backs of not getting it right. This is before we don't want to do it one more time. We got to get it. Yeah. You know? 
Mm. And it's just a, it's just a constant reminder of, okay, you know, we have this spiritual father, we have this spiritual teacher and the spiritual coach. What are we going to do? Yeah. That's good. So, That's really good. so how we translate it today, today's language. It's, uh, I think I feel it's like we already did. Yeah, I'm well, I also <laughs> I'm feel like it's just as applicable. <laughs> guess, yeah. Yes and no, as it was. But yeah. if I would use one no. possible other just wordage that we've used, that may be a phrase from today, it would be like the the don't don't be flaky. Yeah. Right. Like don't be flaky. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I don't feel like that gives it the true power and decisiveness that yeah, Jesus true. spoke with. I so think flaky helps in the, in the, the modern world. Right. In the modern so, world. And yep. there's, there's, mm-hmm. I was going to say like, just like, just be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Just be honest with him. Like uh-huh. cut um, the crap. Yeah. Cut the crap. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. You got anything Crosby? What? You got anything? Cut uh, flakiness yeah. creates division. Authenticity creates community. I was supposed to make that rhyme, but it didn't rhyme at all. So that's all right. It's hard it to rhyme with flaky. <laughs> flaky and, and is, a, is flaky <laughs> makes you bakey. Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think did we cover everything? Yeah, man. It's yeah. been we got it. It's been yeah. a long haul. Crosby, since twenty-one thank minutes and fifty seconds. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Of course, we're thanks gonna have for to have you me, on guys. again. We yeah, I mean, talk about it, discuss it, see if I passed, and then yeah, uh, we'll see. Have yeah, me back next time. We're gonna whatever. we're gonna post it. I'm gonna try to post this tonight, and then I mean take yeah. it off tomorrow and morning. Take it off tomorrow. <laughs> morning. <laughs> and then yeah. and then so you're gonna you're gonna have a message come out tonight, and you're gonna preach live tomorrow tomorrow night. So again, Pe- if you're in uh, West Des Moines, Thursday, December nineteenth, yeah. go check out Crosby at seven p.m. People got to hope. You got to check out Crosby's Insta though. He's got he's got some <laughs> impressive numbers there. It's not about the numbers though. It's just the content. It's, it's all about okay, the content. Look at his content. content <laughs> the yeah. content's high. I will I n- say. <laughs> I never look at the content. I just you yeah. don't. You just go to my page to look at the number and then uh, you leave. I just read. <laughs> I just. I just. Read, I don't even care about the picture. I just read your bio every time it changes. Low key. <laughs> Low key. I changed it again. What's his bio? Did it? Christian <laughs> conservative. <laughs> no, I'm just Christian actually, podcaster. Here's the deal though. So you guys were talking about like bios and stuff like twitter bios and instagram bios yeah. recently i deleted my bio i don't have anything there it's just my name and it says public figure but it doesn't have anything on the bio because i don't want people to think they know me from what i put on my bio because y- you know obviously when i was yeah you younger want to look at all the contents look make at that, all the content and get to know yeah. me <laughs> oh. so, but with that like it's crazy mm-hmm. kind of back to what i was saying earlier Every time I just get like this vitriol on on Twitter, I can click on their profile and their first words are Christian conservative, yeah, gun owner, right. da, 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 da. But the first it, nothing against those other things, but mm-hmm. the first word is always Christian. I'm like, yeah, oh, or a Bible geez, verse or something guys, like that. Like, what are we doing here? You're being a jerk. Yeah, and your first word, it, like you just without fail yeah it's it's and sad. not saying that i post bad content no, i'm it's not all i'm good. not i'm not it's all great I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie so yeah. go check it out at crosby hens um, I'll, I'll, on instagram i'll tag you in the but in the link show below notes. right but it's just a, a thing of where i don't want people to define me for my social media page it's fair you know and i think that's one thing and it's probably really small and stupid and like to the eye initially like people are just like it doesn't matter but to me i've had a lot of people reach out to me and whether it's been good or bad I'll post something 
or they'll hear something from someone else. They'll message me on Instagram and say, hey, your bio has a cross on it, but uh, I heard this from this person who heard it from this person. Oh, yeah, and cool. I'm, and it's just a chain of like rumors. Yeah, yeah. That's dumb. And I'm just like, so, th- so they call Which me out. Which kind of goes back like, to let your less, yes be Yeah, less. it does. Yeah. Let, let what that you first say person, about people. Yeah. Behind, mm-hmm. yeah. Not, I mean, that's true. No, you're right. Behind though. their back, but. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, but now I realize that it shouldn't phase me, and it doesn't. But that's why I mean, I took I took everything off. I was like, you know what? If they want to get to know me, reach out to me. Totally, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love when people connect on Instagram. That's how I met my girlfriend. So you know, mm-hmm. it's great. Mm-hmm. All right. And so later normally tomorrow, I'm gonna slide into your DMs. Hey. Too. <laughs> normally, what we do is we preview our next topic. But before we start hit record, we didn't choose one. No, we no. did not. <laughs> so it's it's gonna be Jamie's. Rec- Jamie's uh, decision because she's going to be our next guest in uh, in January. Uh, so Jay maybe Dog. maybe I'll tweet it or we'll maybe the two of us one of us will tweet it or something. Yeah, we'll get it out there uh, when she decides. And so just give us a follow. We let your emotions subside and then decide on the topic. That's right. Come let on, let your emotions subside and then decide. Yeah. Oh my gosh, come on, that is the time you needed. Come on, yeah, all right. I I'm gonna use that in my sermon tomorrow. That's a it great won't make way any to sense in the <laughs> sermon, but <laughs> <laughs> that's a great way to end things. All right, thanks for joining us. See ya. Peace. <laughs>